All right, everybody, welcome back to the Optimize You podcast, the place where we deliver value to you on health and fitness, nutrition, mindset, everything to be able to optimize you. Today, we have an awesome special guest. But before we dive into that, Alex, what is going on, my man? How are we doing? What up, dude? Yeah, dude, excited for this. Ryan obviously has uh, come on the podcast before, and that episode was was amazing. And first off, I guess before you just do the nice intro for Ryan. I just want to thank Ryan for the last time he came on because that literally changed my life, man. I, no I, I have, I'm not, I'm not lying when I say this. You might be like, oh, come on, dude. Like, but <laughs> I have embodied the North Star and embodied those like three to five values and included it as a part of my program because I, oh, no kidding. it's literally changed my whole just outlook and just my decision making myself. So I kind of realized I was a little bit iffy on the decision making. And so once I started doing that, like, it's, it's really, set me up for a lot more success and has set up a lot of my clients for a lot more success. So I wanted to start by saying that before Matt introduces you, because like I, I do appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Well, let's bring him on. All right. So <laughs> if you guys didn't hear the previous podcast that Alex is talking about, we are here joined by Ryan Murphy, who's the owner and head coach of M2 Coaching. He's the father of two boys and a husband to an amazing wife. And he's just trying to elevate everyone that he connects with. So without further ado, Ryan, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing. Alex, you just gave me chills. You got me silent like in the first five seconds. This is going to be an interesting podcast. No, I think that's so cool. And, and it's kind of hard, too, because I feel like I've said that message to people before. And, you know, if, especially if I'm around my friends that, you know, or my people that I've known throughout my whole life. And they might say something like that. I'm like, oh, like you just said, that's just bullshit. Like, you know, whatever. That's not like a big deal. But when I'm around people like, you know, you and Matt, I just think that when you say something like that, you're so like genuine. And it's actually, you know, you're taking the steps to move towards that, like best version of yourself. And I get really excited. I'm like, this is the shit that I want to like, you know, inspire people. So thanks for saying that. that it really made me uh, feel good today on this Wednesday after the 4th of July. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad, dude. I, I literally, it's been, it's been crazy. Cause once you said that, it like clicked in my mind. I was like, oh shit. Like that is, I've never defined that for myself. And so like I was living life assuming that like these things were important, but I never actually took the time to define the most important things. And so then when it came down to making some of these bigger decisions, it was like, oh, well, you know, I wasn't actually, I was kind of like easily pulled away towards something mm -hmm. that was like a distraction. But now that I, I look at it every morning, I literally have my North Star reminder on my phone every morning I go through, I'm like, all right, here's, here are the four to five things that really drive every decision. And that's kind of started to be like really ingrained in my mind. Man, now I need to go back and listen to the podcast because I'm a little <laughs> lost on what you guys are talking about. Okay, I'll give you the rundown real quick. The rundown, basically every decision that you make has to go back to where you ultimately want to be in like 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years or whatever. So you literally just lay out like where you want to be. And if you, every decision that you're making, it's either going towards that point or away from that point. And if it's going away from that point too often, you're obviously going to be derailed. So if you really want to get there, is it is are your actions lining up with your what you're saying? Are your words and your actions lining up? If not, cool, that's on you. Like point all ten fingers back at you. Like, did you do the work? Do you even know where you're trying to get to? Are you just floating through life? Like we were kind of talking about, you know, before we hit record, unfortunately. But it, without a north star, without like that guiding force, without like that one image that kind of burns in your head, like that gets you, you know, like lights you up every day. It's kind of easy to just survive. And I think that's where, you know, most people come to us, like they're just kind of surviving, getting through the day, like 
I know I've had days like that where I roll out of bed, I, you know, do all my shit to get ready for the morning. I go train people in the morning. I get home, I make breakfast for the kids, get them to daycare, log into my computer, respond to all my emails, respond to all my messages, like make sure my clients are doing good. And then next thing I know, I'm like, shit, I got to go pick up my kids. And like another day went by, you know, I feed them, I put them in the bed. I'm like, what actually just happened? You know? And so, well, that's a day that you survive. So, but like, if you take other times outside of that, to really set up like, hey, am I moving where I want to get to? Am I doing the things that I need to do to move that needle or am I just surviving? Because like, and even in a perfect world, you can't not survive. You can't not do the ordained things that have to get done. But if you have that outside scope, that North Star guiding, it's just it's a lot easier to uh, get excited about doing that boring work. Man, I love that. Yeah. And that's I, my gut was telling me that's what you guys were talking about. Um, but yeah, dude, that that definitely paints a better picture for me. Hopefully everybody listening to and who hasn't listened to that yet. If you find yourself drifting, drifting, if your ship has set sail and you are just kind of going afloat, you have no rudder. That's that's another one that I've heard Ooh, before is like, like ship setting sail. You have no rudder, no motor, <laughs> and you're just drifting wherever the wind pushes you that day. Uh, to Ryan's point, you were probably just surviving. You were staying afloat that day. So if you find yourself in that scenario, probably don't have your North Star dialed in or you need to at least remind yourself about that. So I love that, man. That's awesome. And episode 36, for those of you. Yeah, episode. Th- I looked it up quick because I was like, hey. so for anybody out there who hasn't listened to that, it was an amazing episode. Like I said, changed, changed my outlook and changed how I live. So, so a good one. So where do you want to be, Alex? I want to know. Before you guys get into stuff, I want to, I want to know what Alex is North Star. What's firing you up right now, dude, man? I so my my North Star, like I, I kind of have like a value system is what I've kind of taken it as like the three to five most important things to me. So like number one for me is feeling my best. I was like, if I don't feel my best then I'm never going to be the version of myself for my clients, the people that I love, my family, friends, everybody in my life. Right. Number two for me is living life without regrets, my growth and my learning. So like, I think that like, if I don't put those things first as well, then I'm just going to, I'm not going to actually get into the place where I can be my best as well for, for my family. Cause I'm going to be like feeling like I'm taking away from my actual goals and my growth. Right. And then it's my family, my friends, and then lastly is making a positive impact in people's lives. And I've added another one actually recently just around like being that accountability source for everybody in my life, like being that person that's like willing to and wants to like hold people to a higher standard, because I think like that's that's something new that I'm working towards. I want to be that guy in people's lives. that's like that maybe you don't always like like what he has to say, but he's going to be honest with you and he's going to hold you to a different standard. You're like the anchor for your your, your group. That's what I, that's what I'm aspiring and I'm moving toward. I love that. That's so cool. I don't have anybody in my life that's like that. I don't know if anybody has anybody in their life that's like that. (laughs) Like I don't have anybody that's like that solid that I can go to. Who's going to non bullshit me. Yeah, that's awesome. I think mine is for me, the first thing that comes to mind, and we went over this in my one day too, with, with our coaches and our mentors. But the first thing that came to mind for me was ultimate freedom. For me, I, I find myself being so locked down in some things and whether it was a career that I did before coaching, whether it was whatever I did in the past, uh, find myself to very similar to what we were talking about before is going through the motions, your ship is set sail and you have no direction where you're going. You're kind of just doing things day to day and being like, man, is this it? Is this life? And so if I extend my time horizon out and I look back and I go, man, if I continue to keep doing that, like, where am I going to end up? I don't even know where I'm going to end up. And so for me making the shift of, okay, if I can do a way or a means and I can be on my roadmap of not only inspiring and impacting people, like the thing that lights me up is if 
I've already heard and had small glimpses of this. And obviously we haven't run our business, but if I've either overheard somebody, which is the best part, if they don't come and perfectly say this to me, but I've overheard in conversation, like Matt showed me how to do X, Y, Z. And because of that, their life has been impacted or changed, right? Like for me, that's the thing that lights me up. Maybe even if it's not directly, maybe it's somebody who was coached by me and then they were in turn able to like bleed it into somebody else and like change their life. Like for me, I'm like, dude, okay, I can die a happy man, right? And then in addition to that, being able to do things on my own terms, terms selfishly, right? Like not having to be locked down in a career. When we look at the the quality of life that we're spending here, are we just going through the motions? Are we checking the boxes? Or are we actually living life? And so for me, I try to at least schedule in time. Alex and I talk about this a lot. Schedule in time to do things that light me on fire, regardless of the income that I'm making, regardless of the current circumstance or situation, like what's the thing that fills my cup? And if I can do more of that on a consistent basis, for me, I'm good, man. I don't have to hit a certain income level. I don't have to hit a certain uh, success stake mark in business, so to speak. Like that doesn't get me excited about life. That doesn't get me like, yeah, sure, it's cool and it's very surface level. But man, if I could do something in the process to be able to impact someone, somebody that in, in turn they go, because of Matt, I was able to X, Y, Z, whatever that is, right? And hopefully it's something that improves their life. Um, I was able to learn this from Matt. Matt showed me how to do this. When I joined his program, this happened. Just by conversating with Matt, he was able to shift my mindset. Like any of those things, like anything related to that, like just for me, helps remind me and solidify like what it is that I do, why I'm doing it, especially when you're kind of in a rut and you feel like you're going through the motions. Um, so that's for me, man. And, and the, having the ultimate time and freedom, being able to like just spread my wings, not having to show up at a specific time anywhere because somebody told me to like, that's huge for me. Um, I did that for years and years and years. And so if I could put myself in a position to be able to be free from that perspective and do the things that light me up and fill me up and, and impact others in the process, like, dude, I'm happy, man. Like I'm, I'm extremely happy. So that's my yeah, so like building an army of just Matt followers that just, are living their yeah. best life and then be able to chill, show up to whatever you want, whenever you want, have that freedom. I think that's awesome. Yeah, man. That's, that's mine. That's the stuff that lights me up. So well, shit, man, you've already helped me out a lot as well. Like just as far as like both of you guys have made a huge impact in my life. I take a lot of stuff from you, Matt, just from our talks. And I'm like, all right, I'm wiring that into myself. I'm bringing that into my program and just trying to like help people out, especially the, the perfectionist one of like the ledger of, things that serve you and things that don't serve you and like looking at it at the end of the day. And like, if you have more things that are serving you, then just knowing that that, that win was a W I use that with so many clients. Cause I think that that's like one of the hugest things that people struggle with is like thinking that you have to do everything correct throughout the course of the day. Have you ever had a client, have you ever had a client outline or audit their day? No. So you literally have them journal and write down everything that they do in 24 hour period. Like I wake up at six, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I like make coffee, I sit down and read the paper, I find myself, I scroll from like this time to this time, just have them do it one day, 24 hours of everything that they accomplish. And then what you can do from that is you can find all the time that they need to do to start filling their cup up. So it's like, oh, you know, like I found myself, you know, I went to the bathroom and scrolled for 20 minutes on TikTok. Oh shit, like, that shit didn't take 20 minutes, you know, like, yeah. kind of thing. Um, or, you know, whatever they, they find themselves doing that just isn't, again, going towards their North Star. So, like, if you are struggling to find time to work out or food prep or to, um, you know, breathe or meditate or journal or all these things, you literally just audited a 24 hour period. All right, well, now 
if the habit is scrolling for 20 minutes after lunch before I return to work, well, during that 20 minutes, what could you do at that time instead of scroll? You know, and then like, I don't know, I think it's a cool little exercise. I've only done it with a couple people, but the people that have like, oh, shoot, like I waste so much time from people that have no time to do anything. It really brings awareness to, oh, man, like I can make that work. Dude, that's actually covering the first topic that we were going to talk about. <laughs> so it literally the 10 most common excuses that we hear in regards to improving your health and fitness. Number one at the top is lack of time. And so if you guys didn't hear that, you might want to rewind that back because that's a, that's a procedure that I am going to do myself because I'm going to be embarrassed just pulling up my settings in my phone and looking at my screen time and how much I've been. I think I looked the other day and it was like six hours and I was like, okay. There's time in there where I'm definitely wasting, not going towards my North Star, but I've not done that exercise with my clients. So I'm excited to do that. Um, and yeah, that was literally the first topic that we were going to talk about. So Ryan is already jumping on it, already yeah. covering that. What else have you guys heard in terms of your clients? Or let, let's say this, before they even jump on with you, before their clients, let's say you're taking them through the... Um, you know, the, the lead process, you're, you're kind of vetting them. Maybe you've had a phone call with them before. Maybe they've just reached out and sent you guys DMs. That's a common one that I know I hear, and I'm sure you guys hear a lot too. So what are your responses to those people who are like, man, I want to I lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. Um, I just don't have time. Like, what, what are your responses to those people? I had one client who had like 10 kids and literally would wake up. She would, oh my, it was the craziest schedule ever. Like wake up at four, get breakfast ready for everybody. Like get their lunches packed and ready to go for like daycare drop off, like after school activities, different schools she had to drive them to. Um, you know, she volunteered in one of their classrooms during the day. She had kids at home, like during that time, like under two. So it was like two to 12, I think was the age group, age range. But she somehow lost like 20 pounds in six months. You know, like if she can do it, like anybody can do it. So I always ask people, I'm like, so what do you find yourself? Like, what are you doing right now? Like, where are, where are you spending a lot of majority of your time? And I find out a lot of people spend the majority of their time, like researching how to lose weight and they're researching what diets to go on and like supplements and they're following different people on TikTok. So I'm like, well, right there, if all we did was give you the actual items, like digested, like for you specifically for you. So you didn't have to go Google anything. Like how much time are you going to free up there? Oh shoot. Like, at least five minutes a day, you know, of just randomly like looking for stuff or, you know, talking to Janice about what she's doing at like, you know, at the office, um, you know, you free up that time, that emotional energy. What do you, well, could you spend that time maybe cutting carrots up? Like literally just prepping carrots, go get a whole bag, peel them, chop them. You got five minutes. Now you got snacks for the whole week of something that's not like, you know, moving towards your goal. Like, so I just try to make it steps as simple as possible. Like I need to eat more veggies. Well, how much more veggie? Like, two servings a day. What does that look like? You get a number and like, how are you going to prep for that? What is that going to look like in your day to day? Like, when are you going to eat it? When are you going to make it? When are you going to prepare it? Like, and then just make it so simple. Could you see yourself cutting up carrots for five minutes once per week? And then that's kind of like all I ask for my clients when they're really busy. Hey, you got five minutes because that's how, like, that's how long it takes for you to do a check-in form is less than five minutes. It's going to take one to two minutes to listen to my check and response and then just like realize, can I do that? Yes or no. And then send a message to me. Like that's five minutes of what you need to do in the course of a week. 
that's like the minimum barrier entry to stay in our program is a five minute commitment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people are taken back too. like, oh, wow, it's really that simple. I think people overcomplicate it, right? Like they're like, I need to do something so extravagant that's going to get me from where I'm currently at to where it is that I need to go. And the distance between where, where I am to where I need to go is so big that I'm going to need to take these huge steps, you know, and and uh, breaking it down is something as simple as like that. Even just giving them a time frame, I think is easy for people to wrap their minds around. So people who are listening to this and they feel like, man, I need to take, you know, 10 steps forward to be able to do this thing. I need to have the right Tupperwares for my foods. Like I need to make sure that I have the right workout clothes and the right shoot. Like, no, 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 no. Like Ryan's saying, you need, you got five minutes. Okay, cool. While we're talking right now, five minutes, you can be cutting up some carrots. You can be cutting up mm -hmm. some snacks. Like you can be moving and taking that first step forward because that's what matters. And that's, what's going to put you in a better position than what you're currently in right now. You're getting the ball rolling. And from there, you're going to find that you have a ton of momentum. You're going to, okay, yeah. ah, I can actually do this. You start to like boost yourself up, give yourself some confidence. Like, oh man, maybe this isn't so complicated. And you start to go through these scenarios in your head um, to where instead of them being limiting beliefs or these roadblocks, you actually give yourself these little nuggets of like, um, kind of like a breadcrumb trail. And you're just like, oh, I can do this. Like, yep. And you just keep moving one foot in front of the other. And I'll tell you what, my clients specifically that are able to do that and start with super small things, man, it's really fun to start to see them getting momentum going forward. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, man. And I think like all that stuff is so good. Like even just that audit right away, that's a huge thing. Cause I think a lot of people are time spending so much time watching Netflix TV doing, you know, on their phones. Um, I'm constantly trying to, to, to work on that phone time as well. But some other things is, is like that whole just deal of just doing one step to move in the right direction. Like you were talking about, but also people think they wrap their head and think they have to do a million different things and that they have to live up to, to somebody who's been doing this for 10, 15 years, right? Like the stuff that we're doing, people think that they need to do that to get to where they want to be when just doing one thing each day to move yourself in the right direction is going to be a huge step. And then also like that thing of lack of time is in, it's not the right time. Cause I think that there's the lack of, Oh, I don't have time like within my day, which is generally bullshit, especially you kind of look back at, at your client who had 10 kids. Like, I don't know if anybody's that busy <laughs> and that puts perspective into my, myself as well. Dude, I'm using that. It's like shocked me. Like, oh my, I, oh my gosh, how are you? How are you surviving right now? But she was literally waking up at like she would put the kids down and she would have like some time to herself. She would wait, like fall asleep, pass out. She's so tired. Wake up at two. She's like, I got to do laundry. I got to clean up the house. I got to organize shit. And I'm like, don't do that. It's all gonna be there tomorrow. You can do it like later. You need to sleep, and that's literally where we started. Was just you need to spend six hours in bed. As like, can you just do that? And then, you know, you build momentum with the more energy she got from obviously sleeping, you know, and then we're like, hey, I need you to drink some water. Like, are you even hydrated enough to like be able to survive during this time? And, you know, she's like, oh, man, like I sometimes I'd wake up and I wouldn't drink anything until like I realized the coffee pot was ice cold at like 10 o'clock in the morning after she made it at like four. And I'm like, OK, so that's an issue. And it's like, do you ever even eat for yourself? She's like, I kind of just pick at all my kids meals. And I'm like, so you don't even have a whole meal. You're just like picking like scraps off the table. Like you're better than the family dog. Like you got to take care of yourself. You're like feeding yourself scraps. Like you need to take care of yourself. So you take care of your kids. And like the, the really scary thing that kind of all this circles, circles back to is I don't know if people want to make these changes. So like when they're making excuses, they need those like validations of like, 
oh, I don't have time. My hormones are jacked up. My gut health is weird. Like they want, they, my doctor told me that this medication causes weight gain. Well, that medication caused weight gain in this trial with a bunch of other people on the standard American diet. No shit. So like, instead of trying to blame that, like take accountability and start doing the things that you need to do. Like take this five minutes to start building this momentum. But like I said, I don't know if people want that. I think people want the excuse more than they want the result, which is, I don't know how easily offended your, uh, your group is here, but that might not be what anybody wants to hear. Lay into them, lay into it. They need to hear it. <laughs> but I think honestly on, on the whole thing, it almost goes back to your North star, right? Like with a lot of this stuff is like, what really is a priority? Like if you, if you don't have a clear way of defining what yes and no's are, then you're going to constantly struggle to make decisions throughout the day. And you're going to end up not getting anywhere closer to where you want to be. Right. I mean, I think that's another big thing of time is that you don't, you're not making the right decisions. Like I've had clients where like they, they say yes to everything and there's no wonder they're not where they want to be. Right. And like, there's gotta be a clear line there where we're actually, we're moving in the direction we want to, we want to move. That's a big one. I, I, yeah, that's huge. So what I encourage people to, to do in, in an easy way to check yourself and it's, it's simple in nature, but you have to be aware of it. The self-awareness has to be really huge, but if you can, it can make a huge difference. And the thing that I always come back to is uh, the word resources, right? Resourceful. Are you being resourceful or um, are you saying that I don't have a, a, I'm actually in a position of lack of resources. And when you see which side of this table you're on, are you thinking, man, I don't have enough resources to Ryan's point. I'm going to search uh, what, what Pam's doing and, and all these other, and all my friends and what, what diet they're currently doing and what's the best workout for me. And like, you're trying to find all these resources, right? You're, you're like, man, I have a lack of resources. So I need to just keep finding more. Or are you being resource resourceful? And, and am I, taking this first step with what I have today, right here, right now. I always like to say, start sloppy. Like, are, am I starting yeah. sloppy with what I got in this exact moment? And if you're not, it's a great way to check yourself because to Ryan's point, if somebody has 10 kids, like what's your excuse? I'm, I'm taking that one, dude. I'm using that. I'm running that with my clients. I'm saying, look, my buddy's a coach. He's uh, <laughs> He's got a client. She was able to do XYZ in six months, somehow she miraculously dropped 20 pounds. And to my knowledge, she didn't chop off a leg or something, right? Like, so <laughs> she, was, yeah, she was, so she was able to do this. Like, what is our excuse? I'm, I'm even asking myself, like for my health and fitness goals personally, like, what's my excuse? I don't have a kid, a single kid. This lady has 10. She dropped 20 pounds. Like, come on, dude. So I'm going to use that. That That is the definition to me of when I think like she is resourceful. Of course, Ryan helped guide her and laid the roadmap out for her. But at some point, the switch had to flip in her and go, okay, I have to do with what I have here and I have to make this happen for myself. And it's going to be sloppy, but I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm going to make it happen. So that's what always comes into my mind. And, and dude, I appreciate that story. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's it's really hard. I always think too is I think it's just it's easier when you're talking about it's hard to be resourceful sometimes because like here's a really basic one. If you haven't done any strength training in your life and you want to get stronger, but you're like you're looking up the 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 best YouTube videos, the best gym to join, the best trainer to work with, you know, the workout program. The, are you going to do beach body? You're going to do at home? Are you going to go invest in a home gym? You, you're probably going to spend like weeks on end. What if? You walk past a counter. How many counters do you have in your day? Like, oh, like put your hands on that motherfucker and bang on some push-ups. All right. Like just start there. Like everybody should be able to do an incline push-up to some degree. 
um, unless you have, you know, a torn rotator cuff that you're, but like most of us, our issues overweight, not, you know, a terrible leg injury. You don't have your arm in a sling, but even if you have your arm in a sling, do you have a squat? Yeah, you can squat, you can lunge, you can, you know, you can do a million different things, but like before you go or while you're doing that research or while you're looking at that YouTube video of like best ones, put your hands on the counter and do some push-ups. like start so simple. And what I did for my, my group actually is I just like, all right, we're having a push-up competition. Everybody like, I want to see how many push-ups can you do in a day? I don't care if they're girl push-ups or kneeling push-ups. I don't personally like that for term, but modified push-ups, whatever incline push-ups. I want, you know, hands on like dumbbells, push-up rows. I want everybody to have some fun. Give me as many push-ups as you can. And the person that inspired this, she was like, I just, I'm so worried that if I'm not doing the, the exercise is perfect. I'm not going to see any progress. I'm going to get hurt. And I'm like, I've never seen anyone get hurt from doing 20 incline pushups. I've never seen anyone get hurt from like sitting down to a couch and standing up 10 times in a row. You might get hurt if you're doing a 400 pound bench press one day or like, you know, a 600 pound squat, or if you're trying to deadlift two times your body weight, that's where it gets risky if you're not good at it. But if I'm talking about 15 pound dumbbells, can you tie your shoes right now? Then you should probably be able to do like a reverse lunge. You know, that's pr a pretty basic move to do that. So like literally stand there, pretend like you're going down to tie your shoe and then stand up. Do that till you get a little bit tired on the left leg and then do it on the right leg. That's a motherfucking workout right there. And start so simple and so basic that like you feel silly not being able to do it. And I don't want to get into it because I actually, you know, when we did that this with the group, the numbers came in and they weren't really staggering. Like I was expecting to see like 300, 400, 500 pushups between all these people. I was like, it was 20 a day, but man, that's 20 a day more every day for this past week. That's huge. You just did 140 more pushups and you did all this year and like celebrate the shit out of that. I'm super excited. Hopefully with that, we built a little bit of habits like, Hey, like I don't need to over, like I don't need to get in my Lululemon, you know, joggers or whatever. My, my, comfy tank top to do a workout. I don't need to have my water bottle filled with my electrolyte powder, my pre-workout and my post-workout. Like, oh shoot. Like I have five seconds between like cracking the eggs and then starting to cook. Let me do some push-ups on the counter between like, I don't know. Every time I use my blender, I do five push-ups or, you know, five lunges each leg. Let's keep this so simple that like you, you can't not see yourself progressing forward. Yeah. It's, it's now they've now shifted their mindset to of like, oh, I can't do that. Or the circumstances aren't ideal or perfect to now they see all these like nooks and crannies where they have so many opportunities, right? Like, oh, I have five seconds here. Oh, there's a commercial break on. I could throw 10 squats in here. Every commercial that comes on, like now there's all these opportunities versus it was like scarce before. Oh, I don't have time. Now they're like, ah, I have too much time. Ryan's making me do it for five seconds. Like I know I can five, five, five seconds. So. <laughs> Dude, love that, man. What, what's your guys' um, thoughts on the people that you've experienced that their their big barrier, their big roadblock is their support system or lack thereof? Like, what do you tell those people? Let's say it's spouse, significant other, environment, whatever it is that it's not conducive. Let's let's say it's not an excuse, right? It's literally not conducive um, to their their scenario. Let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt that it's actually a problem. Um, what's your guys' feedback to to those people or or in those types of scenarios? Well, I was just gonna say when when I when I get into people that especially when they have the support system right in the house, which can be so difficult. 
right? I think that that is one of the hardest things because those people, everybody else's habits and everybody else's thoughts, everybody else's actions that you're around on a regular basis are going to rub off on you in some way, right? Like anybody else's emotion, it's crazy. Like you can infect people with your emotion. Like it's insane. And so like those people are going to highly determine, you know, what's standard for you. And if people are peer pressuring you to constantly not do the things that you want to do, like, oh, like I, I get clients that are like, God, people always tell me like, oh, why are you eating that? Or like, why don't you know, it's just one, you know, cookie or it's just, which, you know, I'm not telling people they shouldn't eat a cookie. I think they should, but you know what I'm saying? There's people that will constantly peer pressure you. Oh, why are you working out? Like you can work out tomorrow. You can do this tomorrow, whatever. And I want to say if there's, if those are friends, then step one for me is have a conversation with them and bring them in on why you're doing it. Cause I think that if you can explain the why behind it, and this goes for your family as well, but sometimes for family, you can't necessarily limit them as much as you would like to with some of these people. And so with friends, if they're truly your friend, when you tell them your why and you tell them why you're doing this and why it's so important to you, then they will come on board and they will support you. If they don't, cut them off or limit them as much as possible, right? Like there's just, they're not a true friend, I don't think. And with your family, you know, have a conversation with them around like why you're trying to be healthier, why you're trying to lose weight, how they can support you along the journey and how you can involve them in the journey as well. Because I think sometimes what people do is they they're scared to have that conversation and they haven't even voiced it to people. And so they're kind of complaining about something that goes back on themselves because they haven't had the conversation with the people closest to them to bring them up to speed on why they're doing this whole thing, which can generally clear up a lot of these with the people that love you. Yeah. Oh man. That's, I'm just grinning ear to ear right now. Cause there's so many like stories that are popping up in my head, but I've had calls with people who literally start crying because they're so uncomfortable. And you know, I don't know if I just asked the right questions at the right time in their life or what it is, but I've had literally people that are crying that like their mother died from this situation and they don't want to die young. They want to be around for their kids and stuff like that. But yet they go into like family situations who all had the same, you know, mother pass away. And she's just like, I don't want to drink as much as you guys because I want to ultimately be healthier and be available for my son. And I'm like, how, how come you feel so comfortable or comfortable having this conversation with me? We just met your family. You've lived with forever. Like why you, you love them. They love you. Correct. Like, am I, you know, are we in agreement here? And then I was like, so this conversation you have with me, you need to go have with these people that are influencing your life and be brutally honest. I don't want to die young. I want to like show up better for my kid. I didn't, I missed out on having a mom. I don't want my kid to have that. And I'm like, that's some extremely deep stuff that if someone hears that from you and they're like, here's a shot, you know, or here's another drink, that's a person's like, well, that's an influencer in your life that probably should be limited. And when I like to, you know, limit people, I always like the analogy of being in a car or, you know, in my case, it's turning into a fucking bus, but I got a bus going right now and it's getting me to where I want to be. And some people are like my wife passenger. I got a really good core group of friends that I connect with all the time. They're in the passenger seat. They're in like, you know, the first row that I can hear everything that they're saying. Cause I value their input. I have, you know, coaches and mentors. They're in that bus with me, getting me to where I want to be. I have family members. I have friends in my past that like, they're not really on board with me becoming the best version and getting where I ultimately want to be. Doesn't mean I'm like kicking them off or limiting them, but they're in the back. 
They're doing their own thing. I don't care what they have to say. They're screaming, watching Netflix, watching Hulu. They're in that back row of that bus where the bus driver is like, I don't even give a shit where these people are. You know, like, I don't care what they're doing. They're, they're fucking around back there. Um, or, you know, honestly, if they're taking me so far away every time I interact with them, they give me stress, they give me anxiety, they make me feel like crap about what I'm doing with my family or how I'm living or how I'm posting on social media or whatever. All right, cool. Like, unfortunately, and this is a fun conversation to have for me. It's like, hey, you know, I'm done right now. Like, if you want to get back in my life, I'll always be here. I'm not cutting you off, but I'm not going to respond to every like text or every invite. Like, I'm out. Unfortunately, I'm on my path, my journey. You are on the side of the road. I'm leaving you behind. Not saying that I'm better or, you know, you know, better than you at all for any reason. But we obviously have different like alignments. Is it cool if we just part ways for a while? Sweet. Because I think that your environment drives who you ultimately become. I, I'll never forget this. We did before my wife and I got married, we did some Christian counseling and the wife of the counseling was talking to us about how when she would go to these like tea parties or not, not tea parties, but coffee get together with these women or like wine night with the women or whatever it turned into like after the first class of like the, the formalities are just saying hello. They're like, Oh, someone, so my, my husband did this. My husband was this, you know, he's such a pain. He never takes care of the kids. He never like cleans the house. He says he's like, and it just became this complaint fest about their significant others. And this is a woman that like, yeah, she, there's things that she could complain, I'm sure, about because like everybody can find something to complain. And then that's human nature to try to fit in, to try to like, you know, either one up or be part of a conversation. And she found herself like, I don't want to be part of this conversation. Like, I love my husband. I love being around him. I don't want to, you know, escape him all the time. So but she would find herself coming home from these like these events. And she was kind of angry with her husband. For no reason other than her environment for the past hour and a half was driving her to be upset or trying to relate or, you know, find that commonality with these other women. And she's just like, I can't be around this group anymore. Like hard lines. The conversation, maybe it was just this one night or a one off situation, but it kind of seems like this is a common theme between this group of women. I need to separate myself with that because I could see myself getting upset and holding grudges and holding resentment towards my husband for nothing that he's done or nothing that I've communicated with. And then you wonder why so many marriages end in failure because this is their mindset, you know, 24 seven, 365. So for her, she's just like, I'm out. I'm going to go find people that love their husband. I'm going to hang out with them. And I think, you know, when you get onto this health and fitness journey, surrounding yourself in a community of like-minded people, like that's what's going to drive. So if you struggle with motivation, hang out with super motivational people. Like if you struggle with like, you want to be super rich one day, hang out with a really, like a bunch of really wealthy people. If you want to, I don't know, have a six pack, go find five other people that have a six pack and start hanging out with them. I guarantee you're going to be that six person rocking that six pack. And it, it sounds crazy, but like, I'm just a firm believer, like you are who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with some like-minded people that, you know, want to be the best version of themselves, that's what's going to happen. But if you surround yourself with a bunch of assholes all the time, you're going to probably turn into that sixth asshole. <laughs> you're going to be a byproduct of whoever. Yeah. <laughs> whoever you surround yourself with, you're going to become one of them. That's that's for damn sure. I like to use the analogy, too, is like I always caution people of be careful of who you, everybody seeks this information out. We were talking about this before. So whether it's that limiting family member, whether it's your closest friend, whether whoever it is, whether it's your coworker, like 
I always like to envision and, and create this frame around it as like you're in a stadium, right? If you're on the field and you're playing, be careful and cautious of who you're taking coaching information from. Are you taking information from your coach on the sideline or your teammates who are on the sideline or the guy who's in the nosebleeds, right? Like, so be careful. There's even people that are tailgating in the parking lot still that are giving you information, right? So be careful where you guys are seeking your information from. Like we as coaches are standing on the sideline. We're coaching you. You're in the arena and the good thing is is all three of us have been in the arena as well so we've been on the field we've been in the trenches so i would caution everybody if you guys are in that predicament of oh i'm not sure who to believe well uh sally at work told me if if i take in the amount of protein that you're telling me that it's going to be bad for my kidneys i'm like oh did Sa sally get that from dr oz or did she read that on webmd or you know so like be careful of who you're getting information from um if it's conducive to you and you want to make sure you have the right information is that coach on the sideline are they in your corner do they are they putting their best foot forward for you or you listen to somebody drunk tailgating you know in, in the parking lot so i i very very highly encourage people to use a reframe similar to that one. That always helps me specifically when I'm looking for coaching information, when I'm seeking stuff. If these two guys on this podcast are telling me something, I'm going to listen. They're on the field with me, right? If our coaches and our mentors are telling something to me, I'm going to listen. If somebody from the outside perspective is looking at what I'm posting on social media and I'm trying to attract a certain person and it doesn't sit well with them and they want to address that to me, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, right? They're, they're probably tailgating. They're probably in row, you know, section 300 of, you know, the second deck. So I'm going to take, they're a fan, right? They're a fan. So uh, I'm, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. So I encourage people to use that reframe. It helps me really good and uh, who I'm cautious with and who I take information from. So. Um, yeah, take a step back too from that. And I think what you got to do is like, if you want to believe, like if it's any of us, I, you know, I obviously believe in our program, our coaching, our coaches, I believe in you guys, because like, I know your background, I've had good conversations with you. If you are hesitant about anything that we're saying here on this podcast right now, or anything that you've seen posted across this, have a conversation then deep dive in and then follow that shit for six months with no one else and see where your life goes. Hmm. Big scheme of things, if you're 30 years old, six months is a fraction of your life, and maybe it moved the needle, maybe it didn't, but then you learn something from that six months, and then you can like apply that to your future. You know, in a perfect world, that six months, cool, you're down 20, you've learned some sustainable habits, you've gone all in on yourself, you've at least opened the door to possibility. But if you're hearing from everybody chirping at you, you know, like the sidelines, the coaches, the, the third row, section 420, you know, the guys on the tailgate, bat, whatever, you are going to feel so stuck for so long. I guarantee it. So, like, one thing, man, I know about you, you've had several different mentors over the past, you know, period of time. I don't even know how long you've been in this game, 100%. But I know, like, at least what you did is you went all in on one resource one time. You, you, you knocked that one out of the park. You did that one to the best of your ability. And then you found someone else that kind of fixed the things that you couldn't see yourself doing forever. So now you learn from that situation. You know what you like, you know how to do it. You know what you didn't like. All right, well now this guy over here is telling me how I can do this and get this freedom without doing this strategy. Oh, I like that. So now I'm going to go and then you go invest in this guy and you, you can't ever look like that first experience was a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of anything because you learned so much from that experience. It's kind of like the go interview a bunch of homeless people because that's going to teach you exactly how to not become homeless, right? Like 
not not to take like your your past experience as like a negative, but like you learned of like a valuable lesson and then you move forward. So if your thing is weight loss and you want to be healthier and happier, cool. Go dedicate your time to Weight Watchers for six months. Go try Noom for you know six month period or go try. I don't want to say, but like if you need to go try Ozempic. Like it's going to be challenging. You're going to create some crazy things, but you might learn something from it. I take that one back. Don't try that one. That one's probably the scariest thing where you could actually do some metabolic damage. But like, if you feel like that is your number one way to, you know, go accomplish a goal and you, you like at your core, you feel like that's what's going to get you to where you want to be. You got to go experience that 100% go all in on it. Because if you do, Hopefully you learn something from it and then you can apply it to your next experience in a perfect world. You dive in with one coach that you believe in to the T you trust them. You follow their guidance as best as you can for a sustained period of time. And then with that, you're healing all your relationships with your past traumas with food. You're healing all your negative relationship with exercise or, you know, if you were bullied as a kid or like the reasons why you, you know, you find comfort in food, you find that coach that can guide you through those situations, you build strategies, you got a good relationship with like seasons of fat loss, you're not always trying to lose fat, but you can actually find, you know, hey, maintenance is cool for a period of time. Let's try that shit for a while. Like, hey, I want to do a bulk like bulks are extremely healthy for your metabolic health. Let me go increase my calories higher than I'm comfortable for a second. You know, like go experience those things with the guide of someone who's taking people through that. And then you can literally go do whatever you want. Like, if you I don't think anybody should really work with me for more than maybe, well, I guess like if you're at your goal weight more than like six to seven months after the fact of you being at your goal weight, cause you should be able to know how to like build muscle. You should be able to know how to lose fat. You should be able to know how to exercise and set your workouts based off that. You should know how to eat based off that. You should know how to survive a full calendar year with holidays, parties, birthdays, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, Halloween candy, like you should be able to survive all those things or, you know, thrive during those times or use those calories for purpose rather than feeling resentment around that. And if you do that, like, I think that's a dream scenario. And I think that, you know, some people can offer that. Not everybody can. And I can't say that I can offer that for everybody, but at least I'm going to give you a shot. You know, like I know if you open this door and hang out with me for a period of time, you're going to learn something. And hopefully, well, I know I, that's just one reason that I can sleep so good at night. It's like, I'm never going to tell you anything that it, I believe is an inherently unhealthy or going to get you further from the point where you started at. I can guarantee that's kind of like my code of ethics from when I start with everybody. And then I always share that with, you know, people that I work with is like with all the information that I have today on this point, I'm giving you the best game plan for what I believe to be true today. If that changes tomorrow, if research comes out, that like Octavia is the number one thing. Actually, we should be doing that. Like, go do it. Um, or Ozempic. <laughs> I love it, dude. I think all that's amazing, except for the Ozempic part, right? <laughs> but no, dude, I, I, I don't know, that a little. What? No, I, maybe there's some good things with Ozempic. I don't know. I'm just always nervous about like things that your peptides. Yeah, are I have use, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's kind of like a little bit of a cop out for people that don't actually have diabetes it's like oh what's the quick fix thing that i can do to to fucking get to my goal weight which i've been there but you know it's not not ever going to get you where you want to be but i think you know what you said one of the biggest things that i took away from what you just said there was like the the six months part of that trial right like i think that so many people they try something for a week and then they just kind of write it off as not working but you gotta develop that like 
that more like delayed gratification, that longer term focus, if you really want to see the results, like you talked about, like, we're never going to give you anything we don't believe is sustainable long term. We're not, we're not all of these fad diets out there that work for some people, don't get me wrong, but they're like, for a lot of people are way too restrictive, are doing way too many things are, you know, just not take not enjoyable, really miserable process, not really fitting in line with somebody's lifestyle or even schedule for that matter. But a lot of what it takes is that trial and error. If you want to try to do it on yourself, by yourself, try it for a longer period of time than a week, two weeks, a month, two months, like give yourself the actual chance for it to work. A lot of people, they see their friend, Julie, who got lost 30 pounds in a month on keto, right? Like, and, and they think that that is, that is what the sustainable fat loss looks like. Like I'll have people where it's like, they're losing a pound a week and they're like, why is it like, I wish it was faster. I'm like, well, this is this is like fast, like you're, you're seeing what fast weight loss is, but what you're not taking into heart here is that like your friend, Julie, she's going to gain the weight back eventually. Cause she did it in such an unsustainable way. Right. And hopefully she doesn't, but a lot of these people who do lose that much weight that quickly that really ruin the whole focus for other people. Cause they think that it's actually what weight loss should look like. It's, it just goes, I don't know, it goes back to that. So like, I, I, I just wanted to point that out. Cause I think that the, the six months part, like give yourself time, a runway to actually have something work instead of writing it off after one week of like not seeing what you think is results. Also before, before I let you guys talk is like define what results mean, right? Like what, what is actual results? Because generally people are like weight loss of oh, the scale going down. That's bullshit. Like you're, that's not what you truly want. You associate the weight loss with something else. Generally, what people actually want is to feel better, to look better, to feel better in their skin, whatever it is, have more energy, define results based on those markers, increases in energy, increases in mood, better sleep, more stress, changes in body composition, clothes fitting better. That is going to get you a lot more in line. But if you just define success by the number on the scale, you are going to be frustrated really, really quickly. Woo. I hope you guys are listening because there's, there's so many nuggets in there. I think that's why like Weight Watchers and like, Optavia and keto and you know all those things they're so attractive because they do get really quick results when it comes to fat loss or like comes to weight loss I should say because as we know as professionals like for every one gram of carb your body's retaining three to five grams of water well if you take your carbs of a standard American diet from you know three 250 to 300 plus per day and you cut that down to like 26 I believe is like the keto recommendation 26 grams you literally just lost the potential to hold on to like 10 to 12 pounds of water. So you lose weight and the number on the scale goes down and you feel motivated, but then you're going to plateau really quick. And that's because you didn't lose 12 pounds of fat. You lost 12 pounds of water, which also shows up in your inches and how you like feel in the mirror and like all those other things. Like it's really crazy. Like I'll go get a little drunk one day. I'll wake up the next day. I'm dehydrated as fuck. And I look in the mirror and like, damn, like I look good right now should I go get drunk every night to feel that good in the morning? Like, no, not at all. But like, I've, I've had that, that I've said that in my head several times, like, man, when I'm like this dehydrated, like I look, I, I like the way my abs look right now. Like, that's cool. Um, but the strategy that got me there is definitely not the right one. And I think that, you know, if you give keto or whatever, it's, it's fair share. Well, learn from it. Like, what do you like from it? I like the fat loss. What do I not like about it? maybe missing out on eating foods that I like, you know, fucking bread. Like I can't have a wrap anymore. You know, <laughs> I can't have, you know, freaking fruit. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you can't keep like lose that, 
you're, you're, or you, you can't change that relationship with the food, you're, you're never going to have long-term success because you're always going to be having resent. And whenever you have resent in your life, eventually it's going to bubble through. And it's probably going to come through in like a binge situation where you go eat like, I don't know, you go to a parade, for instance, yesterday was the 4th of July. And my kid walks away with like, I don't know, 18,000 pieces of candy. But you have like one Kit Kat. And the next thing you know, like you just consume 4,000 calories of just sugar from these like different candy bars or Snickers or whatever. Um, at least that was my experience. Not with me yesterday, but just in my past. Like, you know, if you hold something down long enough, it's going to bubble through and it's going to burst and you're going to feel way worse after the fact. And then the worst part about that is you go to a parade, you go to a birthday party, you have a weekend or a date night, and then you step on the scale the next day. You're like, oh, it didn't work. I gained four pounds today. Like, okay, settle down. Like, you have alcohol, you have inflammation, you've got water retention. There's a million things going on. You actually had carbs for the first time. Like I just said, the one gram of carbs can retain water. You just, maybe yesterday during the parade, you hydrated like crazy with water. Like, it was hot as shit yesterday in Wisconsin. I drank probably a gallon and a half of water yesterday alone. I went golfing too. I woke up and the scale was actually up today, even though I had 17,000 steps and probably didn't consume that many calories. Well, I'm extremely inflamed from like a lot of activity in a very hot and humid environment. That's something you should know about. And that's something like I like to coach people on like, hey, it's hot. It's humid right now. You're sweating more than usual. Your body needs more water. It's retaining more water. It's doing its job. But you can't be mad that the scale went up a pound or an ounce. Like, get out of here if you gained an ounce overnight. Like, chill out. <laughs> Dude, I gained five to seven pounds in a day. That's normal fluctuation for me. I so know. it's like, it, I think we could do a whole podcast just on uh, scale fluctuations and, and attaching attaching emotionally to the scale. Like, you and all, all everybody on this podcast, all these coaches know that it's, it's a constant battle that we're explaining to clients who are attached to the scale emotionally uh, that and that's why I don't know if you guys do this, but I, I have graphs weekly with my clients on their check ins um, and I do a trend line. So it, it takes away the pressure off of, you know, if you're like looking at the stock market, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. And mind you, we're taking we're also taking weekly averages, too. So and still you're going to have fluctuations. But as long as the trend line is going in the right direction specific to that season that we're currently in if it is a fat loss season and that's what we're looking for um, it takes some of that pressure off trying to be perfect or freaking out about every little fluctuation it makes it a lot easier it can take some stress off your shoulders because if that trend line's going in the right direction and even if you're remotely in the ballpark of doing the things that are required for you to get to where you want to go it's going to make you feel a lot better because you're going to understand every little fluctuation up doesn't necessarily mean that you failed or you're going in the wrong direction like let's zoom out Take your blinders off. You're in the weeds right now. Let me give you like a bird's eye view. Okay, now look at your trend line. Oh, okay, I am going in the right direction, right? And so um, I think it's really good for clients to see that and people in general to see that. So what these guys are talking about, if you freak out about every little half ounce or ounce that you gained on a daily, even a weekly basis, understand that it's not pass fail. It's not binary. It's not black and white. It's just because the scale stayed the same or went up doesn't automatically mean you check the box of being a failure for that week or, you know, so keep that in mind. Uh, that is probably the reason of why you've been discouraged in the past so much and have continued to get stuck and potentially given up and just waved your white flag in the past and been like, man, this doesn't work. Let me jump onto the next best thing. Let me do what so-and-so is doing, right? Stick it out see it through. These guys dropped a lot of gold nuggets. So you're going to have to go back and listen to some of this stuff. And if you do, I promise you, 
it's going to put you in a much better position than what you're currently at if you're experiencing those problems. Uh, guys, I want to ask one more question here. And the question I want to ask is, uh, when you guys hear somebody come up with the financial constraint, when it comes time to draw on the line and, and taking this step forward, again, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they do have in their mind. They're completely convinced uh, before they engage with us that they can't afford what it is it doesn't even have to be our services. It could be something else. Let's just say investing in health and fitness in general. Um, but they're convinced that they can't afford this. What are you guys' feedback uh, to, to those scenarios? Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> like it is like, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah. my, my service, it's expensive uh, to be a part of our, our community. Um, and honestly, the reason that it is so expensive is because it's extremely valuable. You know, like, what are you ultimately buying? You're not buying time with me. You're buying, you know, feeling more confident in your skin. Like the amount of time that you spare, like not having to change your outfit five times before you go out on a date. Like, you're buying back 20 minutes right there. You're buying um, certainty that what you're doing is the right thing. So you're buying all that uncertainty that like, you know, you don't know if this is what I should be doing, you don't know if this is the right amount. This is like the foods that I am like that, that mental confusion around it. You're buying clarity. You are buying, you know, all these different things and it is expensive. I always like to know is like, well, what have you already invested to get to the point where you're not happy? Like, have you tried Weight Watchers? That's that costs money. Have you tried Noom? That costs money. Have you bought a gym membership? That costs money. Have you ever purchased a session of the personal trainer? Because I'm not even that expensive. You know, like I, I was a trainer and I had some clients that, you know, it was close to a thousand dollars a month to hang out with me like several, like a couple times a week. Um, you know, I'm not even asking for that high of an investment, but what was your return on that investment up to this point? Because if you're on the phone with me right now, you're probably at a place where you're not happy with where you're at. And so if I want to know, like, how long has this been an issue? It's been an issue for 10 years. Well, do you want this to continue to be an issue for 10 years? Or did you want to solve your shit? Do you want to continue like, you know, blame everything? Or do you actually want the like the resources to accomplish the goal? Back to, you know, what Matt was talking about earlier. So it, it, it is expensive, but also if you solve this pain point today, if you figured it out, if you lost the weight, if you had all this confidence, how much money are you going to save in the future? You know, like if, if it's a dollars and cents situation, well, I spend, you know, $300 a month on supplements and I spend, you know, $100 on a gym membership and I spend, you know, my subscriptions to Beachbody and Noom and everything else, like you're already paying or Octavia, you're already paying probably, you know, five to $700 a month. Well, how, how has that gotten you today? Not great. Cool. Well, let's do something different. Like this door, I guarantee is going to move you in the direction because you've never done what I'm offering you. And if you've done what I'm offering you before and you haven't had success, well, you haven't done it with me because I've, I've trained people or coached people that I've worked with other coaches who made them feel like shit or made them feel defeated. Well, I'm never going to do that because that's not how I respond personally. Like I'm not the guy where like, you know, fourth and one, if you cuss me out, like I'm going to go push harder. Like I already want to be on the field. I want to nothing but to win. Like yelling at me to call me a failure. Isn't going to get me to work harder. That's just my motivation. So I'm not going to motivate that way. That's just my style. So another thing is like, all right, well, where are you? Like, if, if this is a like, it, are you afraid of investing and not accomplishing your goal? That's one thing. Or do you physically not have the funds in the bank account? Because there's a million ways to find those funds. Like there's third party financing. There is, you know, like 
can you be resourceful to go get this money? Can you leverage 0% interest credit cards? You can pay that shit off over 18 months if you open a new credit card. If you're not open in like having a credit card, what in your life could you sell that's worth this amount of money? Like, you know, for me, if it was something that I really wanted, like, well, I could probably get two grand for my car right now. By the way, I don't drive the greatest car, but like I could get two grand for my car. I could go buy a crummier car or maybe I could refinance my house. Like I could leverage something, some equity in my life if this is something that I believe in. Um, I'm not telling anybody to like, you know, <laughs> double down on their mortgage or anything like that or something crazy, you know, that's gonna stress you financially. I always tell people, I'm like, if this is gonna add more stress to your life financially, we probably shouldn't do it right now to be 100% honest. But I do notice a lot of, you know, people that work with us save a lot of money. They, you know, their Starbucks order goes from $12 a day down to like $2 a day, you know, or their, their budget for eating out. Like, well, what are what are you currently doing? Cause it, it sounds to me like you're eating a lot of foods. Well, are you eating out a lot? Well, you're eating out. Like you're going to save so much money just by prepping at home. Like I've had people who <laughs> I don't even know as like a single person. I had people spending $600 a month on eating out I'm like shit. We prep half your meals at home. That's 300. You can afford my services and you can eat better and feel better. Like it's a win. Dude, I had a client. We looked over his bank statements. I didn't look over him, but I had him do it for himself. And he's really in a dating phase right now. And he's going, you know, and he's going out for drinks multiple times a week, going on dates. He's, you know, he's trying to figure it out. Four grand a month he spent just <laughs> in dating. 4K. <laughs> It's like 4,100. <laughs> and so anytime he brings up a financial objection, I'm like, bro, pull out your bank statements, pull out, yeah. you know, so there's, and that's just one scenario, right? Like, so imagine all those scenarios that you're going through, you know, Ryan mentioned Starbucks. That's a big one too, right? Like buying your caramel frap, fruity sprinkle, whatever you get, right? Like there's so many opportunities and scenarios. There's probably a bunch of crap that you have in your house that you could sell. And I always tell people this too. I had a family member that just went through the gastric bypass, unfortunately, and they, the amount of money that they have to spend monthly on medication for the rest of their life now to be able to just sustain and maintain that is insane. Like it's incredible. So like, understand what you're signing up for. It's like, yes, it's different than like you buying some shit that you're not going to get a return on. It's, it's, it's different than like buying your Gucci belt and you know, your, your brand new Jordans. Like you got to look at it as an investment. And once you understand the difference between those two, it's no longer you just blowing money out the window. And just like these guys that are on here on the podcast with me, my, my goal, and it sounds like theirs is very, very similar is I want to be, my goal is always to be the last coach that you'll ever need. Because once you go through the process that we have, the system, you understand it. Like you should not need us anymore. Once you understand the protocol, you'll be able to filter through, you'll have like laser vision, just like we have as coaches, to laugh and sit here and look at all the gimmicks that are out there. You're going to be able to see through all the bullshit. You're going to be able to hear your friend, Nancy, who she just jumped on her brand new program. That is a quick fix. And you're just going to laugh. You're going to be like, Oh, well, shit. Well, I got this code. This is what I did. This is how I got my results. And this is how I keep them and still have them to this day and have so much confidence that I can continue to keep doing this going forward. Like this is what I did. And you're going to be able to filter through and just see all the BS. So, highly encourage you guys. Um, and that doesn't even have to be with us, but just find a protocol or a system that, that works for you, that you, you, you at least buy into not only financially, but give it the time. Like these guys were talking about earlier, instead of just kind of dabbling and like sticking your foot in and testing the water, like not give it six months. Like 
bust it out, like whether you agree with something or not, be completely bought in. And then you can reassess when you're done after that and, and kind of look at all the data and, and where you're currently at. So you guys have anything else to add? Buy cheap and you're going to buy twice. I know that to be true. I've tried like all the gimmicks. I've like, I bought, bought the Garcinia Cambogia and all these like secret, like little supplements to take that like burn fat, like metabolize fat, fat burns like crazy. Like I've done like the cheap pro like program like, over and over. And it, it usually left me feeling worse off when I was all said and done. Like I've had withdrawals from freaking, um, I don't even want to talk about the things that I've taken, but like, like fat burns in general, like you feel like a buzz. And like, when you stop taking that shit, you feel terrible. Um, so if you're out there on a hydroxy cut, that's what like I started like right out of high school, like hydroxy cut was my shit. Um, it was super popular back in the day. Um, felt like crap coming off of that nonsense, but you know, buy cheap, buy twice. And then what you prioritize is what you're going to invest in. So if you prioritize your health and wellness, like you should invest in it. Cause like, if you don't invest in it today, you're going to have to pay for it in the future. Like there's nothing more expensive than an unhealthy like future. I could guarantee that like blood pressure medication, even if it's covered by insurance, like premiums go up then. Like you, like everybody knows how insurance works, right? Like they don't want to cover anything to start. And once they do, they're just going to charge you more at the front end. Like that's basics, the insurance, but, um, you know, buy cheap, buy twice. But if you don't find the value in changing your life and then you go out and you're constantly, you know, buying new clothes to cover up your body or, you know, I know a lot of people like people love tattoos right now. I know tattoos are expensive. It's crazy to me to see like someone get a whole new sleeve when they can't invest in themselves. It's like better their canvas. Oh, you know, that's fire, dude. I know people like that. If you guys are listening to that, he just called your ass out. <laughs> Ryan called you out. You're getting full sleeves. Those are thousands of dollars. I know I have them right. Like, uh, in where your priorities placed, he's man. You just called some people out, dude. You hurt some feelings. I, I put a, like a Leonardo da Vinci, like hand, like on a shitty napkin, you know, <laughs> like, you want to like have the canvas, you want to show it off. Like what's the point of having the coolest, like, you know, I don't know, side tat, if you never like come out of a shirt, you know, if you feel like shit you know, like, in a swimsuit, you know, like that's a, a funny, like not a funny thing. It's unfortunate. But like, if you go get this huge tattoo on your leg that you want the world to see, but you you cover up your legs because you don't feel comfortable in shorts, like, man, that's, that's unfortunate. Or if you got that tattoo when you're younger and then you gained weight and you don't want to like show off your body, like that's the kind of stuff that like, you know, hurts me because I'm like, man, like, I know you want to like rock this swimsuit. I know you want to feel more confident. I know you want to like, you know, have that. I don't know. I'm talking to a lot of people like recently divorced. It seems like revenge bodies. Like you shouldn't need a life changing situation to come up in your life to ultimately like prioritize your health, like prioritize your health and wellness first. And some of these things never pop up, but you never feel the shame and regret or like where you got to go all in now. Like, I wish I worked with people before they ever reached rock bottom. I, I think that'd be the coolest thing. It's like, oh, cool. Let's just make some tweaks, hang out for two, three months and like have you on your way. You know how to like eat right, exercise right, do everything like for you based off your body type and how you feel around food. Like go nuts. Like, unfortunately, the average length of people in our program is over a year because we have to undo all the damage they did from all the other diets. We have to, you know, refocus on like how to exercise, how to train right, how to like, you know, move the needle in like a healthy way that where they feel like it's actually sustainable. Like if that was in the case where we didn't have to undo all that damage to start, program would be probably more expensive for cheaper for a shorter period. But, you know, it is what it is because that's what 
the commonality is. And like now 70% of the United States population is overweight or obese. And it's, we're trending in the wrong direction. So hopefully I'm going to start hanging out with like a bunch of like 25 year olds that figure it out before they get to their 35, 40s and are miserable. Like, oh yeah, go work on that canvas. Like then get the tattoo. Money's always going to come back. What are you going to do when you run out of time? That's what I was going to say as well is like, you know, people, when it comes to the whole financial situation, you mentioned, you guys both mentioned about how, like just finding different things in your life that you can cut back on, uh, different things that you're wasting your money on potentially that don't align with your actual values and where you're going, what's priority in your life. Because what's actually priority is what's going to show, right? It's going to show, like I, when I was in my big drinking days and having struggles there, like I was spending, I wasn't spending $5,000 a month, but I was spending more like $5,000 a year, which was a lot based on what I had money-wise, right? And so like I was spending tons and tons of money on alcohol. And so that was my my priority, right? But now I spend all my money on my business, on my health, on on my my favorite activities, right? Like, so I spend it on the things that are actually priority. The thing that I would challenge people is you said that you can save money throughout these programs, right? Like people are going to save money because they're going to be spending more more, more of their mind, money and time on the things that are actually moving them in the direction where they want to go. But when you spend all of this time and you're, or you're wasting the time because you are going and if you continue to actually put this out and like, what, what is this going to feel like if I continue going down this road, right? You could not like what you see there. You could be like, oh shit, well, two years from now, if I keep doing these same things, I might be dead or I might have, you know, gotten diabetes or maybe, you know, I'm in the hospital or maybe like I'm setting even a worse example for my kids. And now they start to go down the same path, right? If you can set that out, like I talk about worst case scenario and accelerating pain, I think that can help to really, really put a more perspective in on why like it costs a lot of money for, for our programs, but also why it's such a, a good investment. And then also the last thing I would say is that like, I think that even just spending this this amount this amount of money to actually help yourself get healthier, help yourself increase energy, help yourself, you know, get into to better shape, lose weight, whatever it is, can actually increase the amount of money you earn. Because if you have more energy and more cognitive function working the next day, like what can you do? How much how much more can you be creative to create more wealth for your family anyway? Because like I know for me, when I feel better, I'm a lot more creative. I have better ideas. I make more money and I like, I impact more lives. So like, it's, it's a lot better if you set yourself up in those situations. I think that you can actually get into a point where you leave the program making more money than when you actually started. One thing I did for someone was I went to the grocery store with them and we got, we bought chicken, we bought rice, we bought veggies, we bought fruit, we bought things for them to eat all day. And then when we checked out, she's like, it's going to be so expensive, but she was used to eating like all these like individual prepackaged meals that came like at the deli and they were eight dollars a piece i'm like do you like those meals and she's like oh yeah they're super easy they're amazing you know like we could literally just like make beef like in a slow cooker like go get a 20 pound thing of beef for like 40 bucks or whatever and then you can make this freeze it and you could have the like same meal the same way that you're already eating it and it'll only be like two dollars and fifty cents per serving so like mind blown so like when we're talking about like we could really save money it's like literally go prep the meals that you already are eating and then you are doing that instead of going out to like Qdoba or Chipotle like my Qdoba order now is like $16 it's ridiculous I can't even afford to go to Qdoba like a few times a week so like for me like but I can go make two pounds of ground beef and you know like I don't know how many two cups of rice or whatever cooked rice and then I can literally have the same thing and it's four dollars a burrito 
it's crazy. So like if, you know, right there, I'm forexing your money. Yeah, a hundred percent. And look at it like this in the next six months, chances are you're going to spend that money anyways, whether it, will it have been an investment to better yourself or will you be in the same exact position you're at now or even worse? And you would have bought just a bunch of random shit, right? Frivolous spending. Uh, so that's what I like to tell people too. Like, look, that money's going to be spent in the next six months. You get to decide right now, where's it going to go? Are you familiar with the law of averages? It's crazy. So if you were comfortable having say six grand in your bank account, and then you have like uh, you have to go buy a car and that's drained down to zero, like you'll subconsciously change your behaviors to get that savings back up to six grand. If you're like, or if you go and win the lottery or you go win big at like, you know, bingo night or whatever, and you know, your savings goes up to like 10,000, you'll subconsciously spend that money and get right back to your comfort levels of 6,000. It's like a weird phenomenon. So I always tell people like, like, yeah, it might hurt initially, but also you're not going to be investing in me forever. This is a one-time investment for the rest of your life. We're going to hang out for six to 12 months, solve this shit forever. And then you never have to invest in a health program, a like a fitness tracker, a new app. You don't have to invest in personal training. You don't have to like wherever else you're spending. Like those are out the window because you know how to handle your, your life and your deal with your shit and manage your life. Like to me, that investment right there, if all we did was solve X, is it worth this price point? Well, if all we did was solve X and then I never have to spend another cent on all these other things, yeah, I'd say it's like, it's well worth it. And you know, obviously it's coming from me. So like, I believe in it more than anything. It's whether you believe in yourself that what you need is like the accountability, the personalized program for you, not based off of Jan. Like I would keep saying like women from the office named like Julie, Julie or Jan or whatever, but based off of like, you know, Jan, what Jan did, or like, do, you, yeah, do you trust yourself to do it like better than Pam kind of thing? Um, and if that, those things line up, so like you have the right process, you have the right person, and then you have the right accountability. That's what that's what's like proven through research to provide the best results in the world. So if if my program offers those three things for you, to me, it's worth any amount that you're potentially going to tie with your health and wellness. This has been good, man. This has been really good. We we didn't even get through many of our actual like our, our points. We will have to not be even close. <laughs> yeah, we we had like a bunch of different points and. And I mean, we just kind of kept going on these different ones, providing value and stuff. So I think it's, we'll have to have you on again though, Ryan, to go through maybe some myths next time. Cause we had, we had some myths as well, but we went through a lot of good excuses. So dude, but thank you so much for, for taking the time to come back on here. This was amazing. I'm going to listen back through here. Cause I think there's a lot of gold nuggets, just like the last time you came on, there's just tons and tons of good shit here that uh, you can do. And, and hopefully everybody like this new format. So we're kind of trying to do more of like a round table type thing with, you know, me, Matt, another coach, some other, you know, maybe two coaches sometimes we'll bring in and just kind of go back and forth on different topics and, and different types of miss excuses, stuff in that, in the health and fitness weight loss industry, because it's a little different than your normal podcast where, you know, it's just a straight up interview. It's more or less just some people talking about stuff and hopefully giving you some value. So thanks again, Ryan for coming on yeah. Matt you got anything else for us here no man I just wanted to thank Ryan too for coming on I know it's the second time on the podcast but I mean you guys definitely go back there's a lot of gold nuggets in there probably stuff that went over your head because it's just like reading a book like read a book once you read it back a second time you're like oh it was like when you see a movie it's the same thing so I highly encourage people to go back listen uh, especially if there's very 
tangible things that apply to you currently in your life and where you're at in your current circumstance. You're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Or maybe you did and you just needed to hear it again. Maybe that's the kick that you need to be able to kind of draw that line in the sand and move forward. Uh, Ryan, you got any last words for us, man? No, I said a lot today. <laughs> I have nothing more to add. I had a good time. appreciate you guys. Well, thank you. And, and everybody, if you enjoyed that, please make sure you like, subscribe, share, rate us. We appreciate everything. We're on this mission to help people transform their lives, change their health, fitness, fat loss, nutrition, create lasting change and become the best version of themselves. So hopefully you can join us here on future episodes. But thanks again, everybody.